Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. It's time on The Kindness Project, pointless alarms, specialist teas, and we have part two of our interview with Rebecca Robbins from Interbrand. Welcome, my friends, to The Kindness Project. I am joined by a girl who has just burnt herself in a Lady Grey. It's Charlotte Dames. How are you doing, Charlotte? I'm joined by a man who has an irrelevant 5.40 alarm on his watch. <laughs> it's Chris Dames. Yeah, I don't know why I've got a 5.40pm alarm on my watch. Maybe that's the time I need to sort of take my eyes away from the laptop and focus on something else. Maybe it's the time you set up the watch. Maybe, maybe, that's true. So why is it Lady Grey? Because I still don't know. You've been drinking Lady Grey tea for about six months. months. No, I haven't had Lady Grey for six months. Where did you find out about Lady Grey? So, I like Earl Grey. I love a good Earl Grey. I have for about a year now. (laughs) Uh, And then Mum... I'm glad you've not lost connection to your working class roots. Go on. Um, And... Mum felt, spotted this Lady Grey discounted oh, on the... Oh, well, no, hold on. Hold on, we're going back to the working class roots. Discount. Discounted. Uh, and it's like an old grey, but it's got, like, orangey, citrusy oh. hints. Oh, very nice. Can I have a little taste? Sure, but it's still piping hot. So we're going to have a live Lady Grey tea review. Let's it's have piping a hot. Now. I'd be careful. Oh, 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 it is hot. Yeah. It is hot. I, I know, I'd see why you've burnt yourself in a Lady Grey now. Remember it first? Ooh, smells orangey. Yeah, I know. I always love the smell of oranges. Makes me feel better. Yeah, it's quite subtle, isn't it, the mm. taste, but nice. I think we've missed our vocation in life. We should do, instead of a podcast where we interview awesome um, people, maybe we should have a little... Tea, tea tasting. Review, tea review section. <laughs> That's what we replace kindness news with. <laughs> Today on tea tasting. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> tea tasting with Chris and Charlotte. Um, what is your favourite, and this isn't a question of the podcast, by the way, but what is your favourite hot drink apart from tea? You like hot chocolate, don't you? Love a good hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I'm still a coffee man, but the problem is I've got used to proper coffee now, and every time I go back to instant, it doesn't taste the same. It's just not good. Can you let our listeners know where they can get in touch with us? Online. Online? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, we have a Twitter. What is this online thing you speak (laughs) of? On the internet, (laughs) Webby. this online thing um well we have a twitter and we're at all kindness um and on facebook if you just search the kindness project in the bar put the spaces in because i think there's another one i don't know okay um i have no idea what we're on about. instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook you can find us on the web and now download our 80 odd episodes of amazing interviews and content where we talk all things uh, good in the world Um, you can do all that and yeah you can do all that at www.thekindnessproject.co.uk and you can email us at oh uh, ola at thekindnessproject.co.uk just put an age at the start we'll get to us somewhere yeah it's it's all good and what we do every week if you're a new listener and if you are 
I'd look at the back catalogue. There's more some stuff in there. I'd recommend ro- what listening from the start. You all progressively hear the shambolic nonsense again. <laughs> Better, worse, depends on your... Well, the shambolic nonsense goes in fits and starts. Can I have a... T-shirt is part of the Kindness Project merch, which you can get now. Yes. Um, that just says hashtag shambolic nonsense. Can I have one of them? Yeah. We can, can you design me one of them? I, can, I, I still want to design a mug that just says tis the end of the bottom. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. So, uh, but whatever, what every, um, every single, oh, that's Russell updating the Kindness Project right now. Every single, um, uh, podcast, we have a question called Question of the Podcast. I think we already mentioned week, this, Dad. Um, uh, we haven't said what the question of the podcast is, though, have we? No. No? no. So, the que- this week's question of the podcast was inspired by me walking to work and um, uh, thinking of a song. And it's an old TV theme by a, a comedy joke called Malcolm and Wise. Oh, this. And there's a song called Bring Me Sunshine that used to be the theme tune for the show. And not only is it a really good track, it's also one of the happiest songs I know and never fails to make me smile. So today's question of the podcast is what song never, ever fails to make you smile? How about you, Charlotte? What song never, ever fails to make you smile? Well... Uh, see, I like I like sad songs. So. <laughs> Do they make you smile? They though? make me smile because I'm like in a melancholic oh, way. Yeah, just like, I smile with melancholy. Just like oh my god, um, that, is, that is an amazing word, isn't it? Melancholy. It's almost as good as collie wobbles. <laughs> Any word with collie in is quite. Today good. I'm feeling melancholic. I'm, I'm coming me- down with melancholy. I've got the collie wobbles and I'm feeling melancholic. <laughs> um, oh, what song do I not listen to that much that always makes me smile? Because there's yeah, you don't want to listen to it too often, otherwise it loses it. Um, there's a song by Lucy Spragan called The Postman. Okay. And I don't listen to it that much anymore, but I used to listen to it all the time. And it, it's like a really sad song because, like... It's about how the husband has to go to war, but he talks about how, uh, but it's like he's constantly sending her letters and he sends her a letter every week. And then one day the postman turns up and he gives her a letter that her husband's died. What's happening about that? <laughs> but there's, there's a whole bit right at the end and the, husband, the husband's final letter says to the wife, it doesn't matter that I've died. Move on, find someone else to love. Know, oh. that, know that I will always love you, even when I'm gone. And it's just like... Oh, that is sad, though. <laughs> that is so super sad. Why, why does that make you smile? Just because of the memory of the... Yeah, it just yeah. It makes me... You know what, though? I, I know we've spoken about this on the podcast before but sometimes those um, tragic stories number one make you realise how lucky you are and number two um, uh, a pure love like that I think from a husband to a wife is quite I quite like isn't it I quite like a bit of angst because no really (laughs) oh no really because no no listeners Charlotte knows a bit of teen angst (laughs) but no because like if they're so sad now imagine how happy they must have been for it all to change so much you know what completely with you on that I absolutely love that have you got a pure happy song as um, opposed to a sad song that makes you happy uh 
does anyone know Being Alive? Because probably not, but it's about this guy and he's trying to figure out why he's alone. And it turns oh. out... No, it turns out it's because he doesn't want to let people in because he feels guarded about his emotions and he knows that if he falls in love... I yeah. think that's what the song's about. That's how I interpret it anyway. Uh, <laughs> if he falls in falls in love, then he's going to have to let someone in. He's going to have to be vulnerable with someone. He's going to have to let them support him the same way that he will support them. And Do you know what I've realised today, Sean? I've realised you're a lot deeper than me. You've gone for two songs that are um, that have compelling narratives about just life and the fact that it can be nuanced and tragic and I've gone through a song about sunshine. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think my life is just simple like that. Just bring me sunshine. Anyway, listeners, we'd like to know your um, top um, uh, song that makes you happy. Let us know at uh, on Twitter, Facebook um, and, and all that sort of stuff. And all Shall, that jazz. All that jazz. Or if there's a jazz song that makes you happy, that would be even better. No, I mean all that jazz. Uh, it's a good song. It is a good song. Yeah. Um, shall we get them to the show? Yes. So today we've got our second part of our interview with Rebecca Robbins. Now, Ooh. if you remember from last week, uh, Rebecca was introduced... Uh, to us by a lady called Pinky Lelaney, who yes. was an amazing, an amazing lady who who runs lists of kind leaders. And I asked Pinky who should I speak to, and she said, "You can have a chat with Rebecca yep. because she is amazingly kind, um, as well as being a quite a high-powered business leader." in the branding agency Interbrand. So we talk about business, we talk about kindness, we talk about how the two are connected, we talk about philosophy, and I also ask uh, some questions of the podcast. Ooh, my favorite bit. (laughs) (laughs) What inspires you? Oh, amplify more of that. (laughs) In terms, in general, in... Um, What inspires you? Oh, let's get a bit more. So that was a very general question. Let, I'm, you know what? I'm going to try again. Like I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm going down. I'm, yeah, we've only got for half an hour, have we? So I better, I better really filter that one. What inspires you uh, working with the people you work with in your academy? So I, I, I've got a list. Of, I've got a list of twenty of those oh, questions. By the way, we're going to be here for four hours. You know, the biggest thing is, I think over over time, so I don't have a, well, do I have a learning background? It's interesting, you know, again, I my deep love of my time at Cambridge and, you know, I, 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 I very much thrived on a world where, you know, the value of deep focus and deep thinking and how you can disappear back down rabbit holes with, within the, what you do at university, I think is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I threw myself into the commercial world really quickly, found the world of brands, brand consulting and loved it. Um, and then this world of learning and the and what we do here and what you know what I'm what I'm taking forward with the Enterbrand Academy now, kind of found me. And, okay. And I think maybe it found me because there's something that there's a word that I love at the moment that it, I think is really sort of prescient, if not so many other things, and it's curiosity. Yeah. Um, I'm I've recently read the book by Alberto. Uh, Manguel called, uh, and it's called Curiosity. Okay, cool. Um, there's an amazing article in Harvard Business Review that I read um, recently by a Harvard professor called Francesca Gino, all on curiosity. But yep. that's at the heart of actually, you know, we never stop learning in life. Agreed. 
great. We great. never stop learning. And I think why it's so important now, and I think we're working, not only are we working on, um, in terms of the Interbrand Academy for our own people, but we're working with a lot of clients yes. on huge learning pro programs. Yeah, yeah. How can we help them transform yeah. culturally yeah. their organizations? Yeah. How can we make sure that their future of talent yeah. you know, is, 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 continues to be inspired and motivated yeah. and engaged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that excites me because actually we are only, as people often talk to me about your, your writing, and they say, oh, what's your, what's, a famous thing, what's your favorite thing you've ever written? And often it's the most recent thing because actually you're constantly learning. Yeah, you're great. constantly sharpening and, your skills. And, and, and everybody you speak to changes your perspective. It's Absolutely. a tiny little bit yes. that allows you to have a bit more of an insight, doesn't it? That's why I love doing this because we get to speak to amazing people doing amazing things. And number one, it's really motivational for me because I get to come out of these meetings, and I've got two today, so I'm going to be super happy tonight, um, <laughs> come, out of these, come out of these interviews with a new perspective, but also a new, a new um, uh, reassurance that there are amazing people doing amazing things, but you've just got to look. You've, you just, got, you've just got to look a bit deeper and not superficially take for granted what's going Absolutely. out there in the world. I, yeah. I think, again, like, well, that's what I love about what you're doing, because... Yes, it's wonderful being on this this podcast, and I do that also for you know every voice in our business. I yeah. do that for every uh, person out there that you that you encounter every day who's doing amazing things. Yeah. There's a gentleman downstairs, um, Ralph. He's on our reception every morning, and he meets every single person with the most wonderful smile. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's a small touch point in somebody's day. Yeah. But that means a lot. Makes a difference, actually. And every single thing that we do, again. That can make or break an experience yeah. or a situation, yeah. whether it's as a brand and a business or as an individual. Has an impact. An Has a huge, huge, huge impact. Tell me the story about the work you've done with the academy that you're really proud of. So I think one of the things that I, uh, I mentioned earlier on, I run uh, one of my favourite programmes is Masterclass. Right. So, so. Talk to me about the agenda for Mark's class then. So I can't what, reveal all of oh, them. No, 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 let's go. <laughs> Just broadly, what, what subjects does it cover? Yeah, so one of the things that we do is we have a mix of inside faculty and outside faculty. So, okay. uh, and I run it in a different location every time. So yeah. with 17 offices, I take masterclass to a... Tokyo, yep. Berlin, Milan, London. Well, you are sharing your Tokyo travel tips with me later, I right? I need, I need, to, I need to know. I have to say, when we talk about culture, it's one of my favourite cities in the world. Japan yeah. is one of my favourite countries in the world yeah. because you talk about it. Any, any culture that has an appreciation and the love of nature, yeah. just appreciating the beauty of cherry blossom yeah. or snow, yeah. it tells you a It's lot. a massive dichotomy, isn't it? So it's Absolutely. so technologically advanced, and then you've got the element of, of nature there, and we're looking Absolutely. forward to both. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. like blend of tradition and innovation. Yeah, and that's yeah. who we are as human beings. Right? Tell, me the, so tell me the story. The what? Yeah, agenda. So, so we're bringing the next one to Boston, which yeah. is phenomenal, and I have a mix of uh, uh, faculty across our business who will be teaching on that. And okay. They, and again, we have a we have a polymathic business, so we have an agenda that touches absolutely everything that we do. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, we challenge, we provoke, we have a debate, we have workshops, we yeah. have uh, a really interactive and provocative session uh, every single day, which okay. is pretty much, and again, they don't get much sleep. <laughs> you come on one of my masterclasses and it's one of those. Yeah. Um, 
the other thing that I love about it is that we build a community in the process. These are people that they're working in Tokyo and they're working in Boston. They're working in Mexico. They're working in New York, and they get to meet each other. Sometimes yeah, for there's the a community time, there, isn't so we're there? Building a community, which yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. And we've been so grateful to have partnerships with some phenomenal universities. We partnered with UCL okay. uh, in London a yeah. little while ago, uh, which was a phenomenal experience. Um, we're partnering with the best local brand uh, very shortly. We've got um, speakers coming in from Harvard as well. So okay. again, we. We, we're, we're trying to build here Academy as part of a really powerful ecosystem. Yes. And again, connecting into change for good. So yeah. I can't reveal what the brief is quite yet for this. We are uh, days away from Super running close. it. Super close, yeah. it's around actually brands, culture, and change for good and how Amazing. we bring our people together to help do that. Amazing. So not all businesses lead with kindness. Yeah. Why don't you think that is? Oh, oh that's, a great, that's a great question. Um, the biggest thing... The, the biggest challenge, I think, is that why don't they? And actually, what historical behaviours do we need un to unpick for it to change? And I think yeah. also there are huge variances by industry and sectors. Yeah, great. Uh, often it comes down to, I mean, again, biggest learnings we have. We, for the past almost 20 years, we've been valuing the top 100 most valuable brands in the world. And we see a lot, therefore, and that's and we do that, by the way. I, I stress, you know, this is something we invented brand valuation, so yeah. we invest in this. We invest yeah. in this and give it almost back to the world. Um, but over that time, obviously, we and we do this based, by the way, on um, businesses that have their financial data published. Yeah. We can't do yeah. it on private, private yeah, businesses. Yeah. Um, but we get to see what's going on inside businesses and the culture and what's happening. And great brands do begin from within. They do. Sure. They begin from within. They begin from strong cultures cultures that are, have clarity around the brand purpose and what they're doing, yeah. real commitment, great governance in place, yeah. and also real responsiveness. So people yeah. feel empowered, committed, there's agility there to actually do things and change yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and when that doesn't happen, you know, that, 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 that's when you, you, you don't see so that's, good stuff emerge. So this is the interesting thing, isn't it? Because the top 100 brands are doing it, and that should be a uh, beacon to encourage other businesses to do it. But how do we do that? First of all, I think we, we need to keep talking about it and celebrating. Yeah, it. I agree. You know, again, yeah. we talked earlier on how do you make how do you render something that is seen as as abstract, tangible? Yeah. You know, kindness is this otherworldly thing. Kindness is soft. But right? I think you know, you're right about the behaviour point. Absolutely. You know, how do you how do you encourage positive behaviours in your business that yeah. aren't only related to money? They relate to the fair treatment of people. Um, and, I, yeah. and I think again, if you do talk about behaviours, that's what we were, we were talking earlier on. We've just we've just done that. Across, across interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if and, and if you hold people accountable to behaviours, each other, ourselves, you know, it's it, it really transforms things. Interesting. Where actually you don't even talk about them. It's just the way you do things. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. We think about some of the best business. We think if if I ask everyone listening to this right now, think about a brand that you love or a business you, and why you love it. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. will often answer this question because yeah. there's something very human in the interaction that you have with that yeah. brand, whether it's a product or a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you keep going back to it because. Because you feel reassured, gotcha. you feel yeah, looked yeah. after, yeah. or you feel actually every but time. But it's emotional, you have a smile isn't it? it? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people to people. Yeah. Now, now you've spoke before about how brands change the world. Um, how can we use this influence to ensure that we're we're just doing better? Well, first of all, that pull is coming. You're, you're okay. seeing it. I think you know, with with the generations coming through. That's, yeah. what, that, that, that's what these amazing I mean, youngsters are all about. You've seen, again, I think there is a change in that, and certainly the younger people in our business you know, are telling us that every day. Um, 
But the interesting thing is there's a lot of businesses that have popped up over the last 10 years that have a social purpose. They do. And their Absolutely. popularity has been based on that social purpose, haven't it? Absolutely. Does that change the perception of branch, do you I think? I think, you know, I, I was, again, talking at an event the other day, and I said, actually, we will have exceeded when some of these world words disappear from the dictionary. Yeah. When you think about the word sustainability, when yeah. that doesn't yeah, exist yeah, in, yeah. in the dictionary, we will have, we will have succeeded. Um, and I think brands also need to be careful not to posit themselves. We've seen brands, you know, come and go in terms of who started up almost on the basis purely of sustainability. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that should be standard to every business in the world. You know, your uh, your bigger purpose in terms of what you do and why you do it, and how that spins into change for good is another thing. There's a brand that we've been working with, one of our um, one of the brands in our group, HMKM, uh, a lovely brand in the space of luxury and fashion called Olivella. Okay. Now, if you buy if you buy um, a dress. Yep. Um, anything from the world of luxury and fashion, yeah. through their platform, a certain proportion, depending on how much you spend, goes to education and learning for uh, underprivileged women and girls in this world. Absolutely now, how, love e it. how easy is that to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But crucially, yeah. when you make that purchase, it tells you how many girls you've helped, yeah. where your money is going. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing that brands need to remember communicate with us in terms of how we are contributing to change. Well, this is the other, how we can do This is the other interesting thing. We have loads of conversations because we speak to charities, both big and small, in the podcast. So we, we've interviewed people who run sort of Age UK all the way down to a, a two man charity the husband and wife got full-time jobs and they sponsor a school in Africa for 300 kids it's amazing amazing stuff and every time we talk to a charity um, both big and small the conversation about impact comes up so how important do you think when people are making positive change it is to communicate the impact of that positive Absolutely. change okay if we're not doing that then why are we yeah, that's, yeah. And that has to drive what we do. That's yeah. why I get quite cross sometimes and when you're frustrated when you look at, you know, campaign campaigns around purpose that, yeah. you know, are essentially campaign led. Yeah, Actually, yeah. What yeah. are we achieving with this? How how are we achieving change for good? And that's why I also get excited about the, the, the bigger things that we can really do together. Yeah. But it has to be about impact. It's got and, and as you say, it's it's got to be authentic because I think Absolutely. people see the cynical approach to that, they, they, it, that's quite transparent, isn't it? Absolutely. And I yeah. think the other thing we need to remember, what, what, if, we, if we started every day, you talked about, I love what you said, how you, your journey here. I love thinking about the notion of, you know, what did we each interrupt in each other's days to come and have this podcast? You had a walk here, you know, I'd previously been having a conversation. But in those spaces between in our days, mm. how can we, even if it's one thing we do, change how we are with an individual, yeah. take the time to talk to somebody, yeah. have a phone call instead of email. Yeah. What are yeah. the moments of human interaction yeah. that we can influence? Actually pause, don't react badly. Yeah. How can we be more be more, more positive in the way that we deal with things? Rebecca's can we thank somebody rather than... Smile. Absolutely, that's right. Smile. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Completely. And it, it can be that simple, can't They're it? They're simple human yeah. things that and again they make that's what makes us human yeah, we don't no, need I love to feel, it. as long as we remember to be human we don't need to feel the robot the, yeah. the rise of the robot yeah so so we're on the podcast we yes. do a we do a thing called um, question of the podcast so okay. we we are curious people Charlotte and I Absolutely. so so it works it works really well and these are non kindness related questions right. and a few of them I'm going to ask you okay so we've not planned for this have we but you'll 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 be you'll be fine you'll be fine no no it's right we're honestly 
great. It'd be amazing. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm going to start with a really easy one, but possibly one of our most contentious questions Ooh. we've ever asked. Okay. What's your favourite Muppet? Oh, I haven't been asked that for a while. <laughs> Have you, have you been asked it before? Because it went mad on the podcast. We got oh. hundreds of answers on what's That's your favourite Muppet. Wonderful. What's your favourite Muppet? Oh, my goodness. I honestly don't know. OK, OK. I honestly, can I, can I pause on that one and come back? Of course you can. Okay. Of course you can. Thank you. OK, what's the most inspiring movie you've ever watched? Oh, so many inspiring movies. Oh, I think a very moving movie and again I think it won not because it won so many accolades and also because it's quite unsung now it's a movie called Cinema Paradiso or Cinema Paradiso okay. we said it in Italian um, and it's a fascinating story of uh, an individual's tra trajectory a little boy who grew up you know uh, in uh, in Cefalu in uh, in Sicily and his story of how he discovered you know his love of cinema and he went on to become a cinematographer amazing world-renowned but the underlying theme behind it is, you know, what, what the, the, the gain and the loss yeah. on a human perspective in terms of what he achieved okay. of his life ambition. But, what, but did he lose things along the way? And the journey of the characters around him, how they helped shape his journey, uh, it's just a very moving and deeply, deeply human. So that, so that brings up a, a, just, a, just a side thought. How do you stay grounded when you're working with such big brands? How do you stay human? When oh, the things that make I, I adore art, literature, uh, love, love um, uh, worlds of galleries and museums, yeah. losing myself. Music, um, I've played the piano since I was four, so I lose myself in music. I am, I'm a bit super excited about the Van Gogh at the tape. Just around the corner. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. That that is that that's that's. I can recommend some places in Tokyo. There's another uh, one for Tokyo. Yeah, well, uh, you know, you know what I'm really looking forward to. There's one in T Tokyo Bay, which is a light art exhibition. Oh, wonderful! And it looks amazing. Um, let me ask you another one. If you had a superhero name and a superhero power, what would it be? <laughs> superhero. You know, I I think. I'm going to be really pragmatic with that. I think a superhero power is kindness. Yeah, okay. okay. I really think it is, and it okay. should be. Yeah. I, I, I came out of some meetings yesterday, and, and people said, talked about kindness, energy, light, warmth, and you know what? I, I think they're pretty good superpowers that we should all I agree. Have. I agree. The, the most popular one we've had recently is one about the Great British Bake Off. So you're in the final. <laughs> Of the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> That's a terrible bit. I know, well, so am I. So am I. You're in the final of the Great British Bake Off. Oh. You've got to do a showstopper. Oh. You can make anything you want. What would you make as your, your Great British Bake Off showstopper? I have to say, my, my, my sister is the amazing uh, patisserie okay. chef. She is phenomenal. So I sort of defer to her on this. But um, for me, it would be anything um, dark chocolate. <laughs> Okay. So I think oh, some that of sounds the, good. Some of the yes. How about creative from a from a from a like imagery perspective? From what would you what well, would you? From an imagery perspective, I have to go luxury because that's my default. So okay. I think I think something something inspired by one of the I can see something sort of with a little bit of inspiration of Christian Dior. In oh, there. excellent. So I can see you know lots of uh, flourishes and florals and. Uh, you know, beautiful decadence. So, so I, I, I couldn't think of. I, I'm a rubbish baker. I'm, I'm a rubbish cook. I can cook a mean omelette, 
shit, but apart <laughs> from that, I'm, I'm, I'm not great. But my image was a Russian doll cake. Oh, with a I love that. Russian doll in a Russian doll in a Russian doll in a Russian doll, all with different flavours. Um, I thought that was all right. Okay, um, well, somebody, I'm going to nominate you to go on Bake Off and I'm like, happy you do that. Well, you know what was weird? We I had an email. We had an email from uh, one of our listeners who was a contestant on Bake Off. Oh, that's um, And the answer they gave was, the only thing I'd ever cook on Bake Off now is humble pie. Oh, I thought that was so sad. <laughs> I thought that was so sad. What's your, what's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, uh, my biggest pet peeve is honestly negativity yeah that it can't do it's you know that there's so much in this world that we have no control over yeah take control of what we can yeah you know i think i think that there was a there was a beautiful a beautiful few lines um my mum gave it to me when i was when i was when i was in my first year at cambridge and it's that that whole series of lines that goes the courage to know the courage to change the, the things yeah. we can and the wisdom to know the difference yeah. right and yeah, i yeah. think if we stay to true to that we don't go far so I, i'm a i'm a i'm a fan of stoic philosophy oh, so, so, oh yeah love yeah. it absolutely yeah. love it that changed my life about 5 yeah. years ago it was it was it was really really um uh, insightful I'm with you. So um with you. so yeah just worry about the stuff can change and don't worry about Absolutely. anything else because you just can't have any have any impact in your life um now, you've travelled quite a lot, so yes. where in the world haven't you been that's still on your list? Where in the world haven't I been? Uh, well, actually, I just, I've just come back from Delhi. From, okay. um, that was the first time I've been to India. Oh, is it? All right, okay. So, I'm going next year. wonderful. So. So, yeah. And I yeah. have to say, a place of so much spiritual energy, so I'd love to spend more time in India and really get to, 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 to meet more people out there because the people I met over two and a half days, honestly, um, really so good. soul-stirring, amazing. Yeah. And last one, what's your favourite thing on Netflix? I don't have a favourite thing on Netflix. Oh, I'm going to be really Netflix. controversial. No. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I, 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 my my favourites are the classics, the big big cinema from sort of you know the, the 50s and the 60s, sort of bring back Humphrey okay, Bogart. Fair enough. And the Casablanca any day. And the last question, maybe the second but last, but we'll give it a go. <laughs> Let's see how much time we have got. Who's the world's greatest detective? Oh, do you know, <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, do you know? Um, I do love one of my one of my favourite moments, and I remember is that Columbo. Oh, Colum oh you know what? I Columbo was a was a podcast listener's favourite. We got loads of people telling us I Columbo. Love him. I think yeah. you know he was he was the quiet, unassuming. Yeah. But you know it's that good. And it was that bit at the end. Just one more thing, just straight back in, and then just. And you know what I loved about him? You know, it's that outwitting. Of yeah. The person who was often quite arrogant, yeah, thought they'd, yeah, you know, and he just came in there and that quiet, yeah, I love, love that. it. Good over evil, love that. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming oh, on the podcast. I've really enjoyed Chris. it. Um, Amazing. And um, uh, yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Chris. Good. No worries. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks Cheers. So that was the last uh, part of the interview with Rebecca. How did you think? It was good. Good. Glad you enjoyed it. I think you've just broken my audio recording equipment. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that wasn't a good thing. Um, it is the end, but the end is never the end. Because, because the end got, is always the end. Because the end, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And all and that jazz. last week's question of the podcast was also song-related. It was, what summer song should I add to my holiday playlist? Oh, yeah, and then I told you I didn't like summer. Yeah, that was it. I remember that. Oh, yeah, you like winter. <laughs> when summer's too happy. 
I like when it remotes me happy and then sad and then happy again. <laughs> um, and can I just say, when I asked about some of the songs, what I wasn't expecting is just so much cheese. <laughs> I love a good cheese. Because there is a lot of cheese in this album. It starts off quite funky. So John, Sim- John Simmons at Simo1981 said anything by... Tame Impala. Sorry if I've mispronounced that. Like the car? Uh, yeah, a bit like the car. Um, but he specifically recommended The Less I Know The Better, and that made it to my holiday playlist. So thank you for that, Mr Simmons. John O. Is that not how you um, write Tame? Does that not say Tame Impala? I, I don't know how you pronounce it, to be honest, but I, I had it as... Wouldn't it make more uh, sense as Tame Impala? Maybe. Um, uh, <laughs> Keith Boy said, some Paolo Natini. Yes. Sunny Side Up album will see you well, definitely. Um, I like his song... Oh, uh, the 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 one that reminds mum of I can't remember what it is now. Oh, um, these streets. Yes, I yeah. love that one. Yeah, that's a good song. Uh, Charlie Charlie Goodman reported in with this town, which is a reggae song about London. It is amazing. Really good song. I think I know it. And Gilster at Gilster Hundred, um, Chris G said, uh, "Mr. Blue Sky." Mr. Blue Sky, which is an amazing one. And then, so that was from Twitter. So Twitter came up with some good answers. Twitter was being sensible for Twitter, us. Twitter was having some funky tunes that are, that are good tracks to listen on the beach. And then we get to Facebook. Ah. Or as I call it now, home of cheese. Cheese um, book. Lucy Patrick. The said, cheese catalogue. Facebook, the cheese catalogue of music. Lucy Patrick, Club Tropicana. Of course. Tamsin uh, Kane, Summertime. Victor Sachs, Cake by the Ocean. Now, you don't like Cake by the Ocean. Doesn't do make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Um, also, it was really big, big when I was in year six and everyone was singing. I was like, what the heck is this? Um, Victor Sachs says Summer Madness by Cool and the Gang mm. where Jazzy Jeff whipped the track up for Summertime uh, and there, now we start getting to real cheese real cheesy uh, Dawn real cheesy. said Madonna Holiday Roberta White said hey I'm going to Barbados um, Heidi Ball said feeling hot 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 Mandy Metrock said, Agadoo. Agadoo. Uh, Jane Hodges sh- said, Shout by Lulu. Loretta Rutherford said, Footloose. Footloose. And Amanda Footloose. Smead said, Actually, this is quite a good song. The power of love. It comes um, from It comes from all this cheese. The um, most forever. I'd love to be powered by cheese, wouldn't you? That'd Are you sure be, it's the right, the power of good. love? Um, yes, because it's the Frankie Goes Hollywood one, not the... Um, it's a power of love. The oh, one. I like that one too. That is a good one. And then we go back to some fun, good songs. David Dennison said, Find Me by the Kings of Leon, proper driving song. Um, and um, Victor Sack said, At the River by Groove Armada, which is an amazing song. It, it goes on, and we go back to Cheeseland. Lou, Louise said, Ain't Nobody by Trucker Calm. Uh, Jeff Goldsmith. We're all going on a summer holiday. Um, uh, uh, and then uh, John Cook, friend of the show, said Russ Abbott all night holiday. I was trying to explain to somebody who Russ Abbott was the other day. He was an 80s slash 90s 
comedian. Now he's an actor. Um, but yeah. Um, and then and then we had. Um, oh, what else did we have? Uh, Alan Cass said, Carrie by Joni Mitchell. Uh, and Robert B- Bishop said, A couple you might have to search for, but for a relaxing evening overlooking the sea, it has to be Golden Time of Day by Maze. And for cracking up the volume in the car, I love music by the OJs. So, we have got some really good tracks to add to our playlist. Do, does does summer music count if I just sit and listen to the Grease soundtrack over and over again? Uh, well, no. Um, <laughs> no the, actually, Grease is the archetype oh, well, of summer. Well, oh, well. I mean, if, you, if you think of musicals and summer, Grease encapsulates that. No, I was thinking Frozen, sure. <laughs> I was thinking of Les Miserables. Um, <laughs> how, do how do you actually pronounce Les Miserables? <laughs> Les Miserables. <laughs> Les Miserables. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Les Miserables. Um, anyway, that is that is it, my friends. Um, come back to us if you've got any more summer tunes that we've missed. Feel free to let us know um, what your happy song is. And um, we'll see you next week on The Carnage Project. Will do. Bye. Bye.